out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in the dark, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I'm excited to introduce you to another Insight Timer friend. This time I speak with Lee Griffin. Lee is a coach who, as stated in a LinkedIn profile, helps entrepreneurs explore the possibilities and invest the energy, time and resources for maximum return. She focuses on work-life harmony and coaches how to work smarter and not harder. Now that's something I can identify with. Her attention to giving back to communities gets me all excited. Lee and I had a great energy going right from the start of our chat. She's an excellent communicator with a warm personality and a casualness about her which made me feel comfortable right from the start. I love, love, love the story she tells about her childhood church hunting, which begged this episode to be named as it is. I find it fascinating that she calls her ego Margaret and stays engaged with her it constantly. I also have a deep respect for her commitment to doing ethical business in line with her morality and I'm excited to receive my Arise coffee tomorrow. You can find Lee on her you can find Lee on her in construction phase website www.leegriffin that's l e e g r i f f i n c o z a and learn more about a rice coffee at www.greenpop.org forward slash arise dash coffee forward slash this podcast is supported by orangutans in the field the podcast where Marvin and I talk about life stuff, how it impacts our mental health and how we deal with it. Catch this unedited, raw, sometimes heart-eating and always blankly honest podcast on Anchor or Iona FM. Please also look out for information on my book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my home page, which is www.freddy.org.za. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop, which is www.freddyshop.co.za. This is Lee's story. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Lee Griffin, welcome to Meet Me in the Field. Thank you. It's great to be chatting to you. Thank you for just saying, yes, let's do this thing. I, I, like, I like that spirit. <laughs> Well, that's my life. That's what I love doing. And your invitation came so out the blue and I was delighted when I saw it. And then when I stalked you and found out about you and listened to some of the podcasts, I loved it. So thank you for introducing me to that. Awesome. I'm clapping, I'm clapping my hands. Um, <laughs> so we met on Insight Time, the, the meditation it. app. How long have you been meditating? Is it something you do daily? Yes, is it, is it, it is. Is it part of a, a, a spiritual routine or, or, or what, what, what is meditation for you? It's actually my saving grace. <laughs> um, it's something that I do every day. It's something I've done since I was actually pregnant with my second child. Uh, so he's 23 this last month. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. A long time. <laughs> I and actually you, started you, you learning. Meditation with, definitely walk along path. That's amazing. Yes, yes, we do. So I actually started learning with uh, transcendental meditation, actually, okay. TA. And um, I did that for quite a few years. 
but I love visualization uh, techniques. Mm. So Insight Timer, which I've been on, I think, I think actively on the site for about three or five, three to five years. I don't okay. know. Actually, is like a daily smarty box for me. Mm. It's just so many amazing people who give their meditations for free. It's just unbelievable. Amazing, Such yeah. a gift. Such yeah. a gift. So, and who are so some of your, every, your favorite teachers, your favorite people to listen to? So, for story time, because I love going to sleep with a story, okay. uh, Michelle Sanctuary, yes. Kura Rasa, Glenda Cedarleaf, I love her, um, Christian Thomas, okay. uh, Lori Westbury. So, those would be my like story time people. Cool. And then Joy Truscott, who's actually a local, a local, um, lady from Nisla. Okay. She's somebody you should maybe chat to one day. She is incredible. I am definitely going to make a note of that one. You that's that's what I love about what we do because then somebody says, look at that one, look at that one. And that's how I bought yeah. the podcast. So yeah. that's awesome. She, and she's and she also, also a, story, a storyteller. No. So she is, um, she's a fascinating woman, actually. Uh, she does, if you read her description, like her heading and then her description, you're like, what is this about? And every single one of her meditations that I've done, I've gone really deep, really oh. deep and, and, and stayed like for ages. So long after she's finished, I've okay. always meditated longer. She just takes me to some place of, uh, her, her, I find her, her ones okay. very fascinating. So you need to say a name and surname slowly for me. Joy Truscott. Okay. Oh, mine. Hers. No, hers. Hers, hers yeah. <laughs> Joy, Joy, Joy Trust, T-R-U-S-C-O-T-T. Awesome. I'll definitely go, go and look her up. And good, good. Um, who, who else do you enjoy? Because so far you, you mentioned people that I don't even know yet. That, that's, oh, how, okay. that's how full Inside Timer is. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, I also love Lou Redmond. Yes. He's a young American. You, do yeah, you know him? I've run into him. I enjoy him. I love the way he tells stories behind the meditation. Mm. So for me, he's he's deeply personal himself. He is a recovering addict, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was he's in the high. Yes, mm. he was in um in like Wall Street type of vibe. I don't know if it was exactly Wall Street, yeah. but that type of vibe, and then completely crashed decided this is enough and now he's a meditation yoga uh he does retreats and and hikes and things incredible amazing amazing mm. um, um yeah so so quite a few and um, some david g david g i just love uh, his voice okay, uh, david um, g. have you actually, run into sarah blondin yet yes i love her. i love sarah blondin oh i love her too even, yes, even, even as a gay male she turns me on <laughs> Well, I can understand why she's gorgeous. She really is. And I love her voice. The way she speaks, it sounds as if she just speaks to you, as if I'm the only person that's been spoken to at that moment. And then she calls me dear one and go, oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I so agree with you. I feel the same way. (laughs) And I also enjoyed Tara Brach. Oh, I love her. Yes. But I'm currently on a on a on a, on, a, on a more a sound vibe, and that's a really nice thing about. I, I go through phases. Where at, at the moment, I, I don't really want people talking to me. I just want to follow a sound. I'm just kind of drift, drift, drift off with 
with, with different sounds. So um, so that, that ambient music, vinyl beats, that's where I am at the moment. Oh, that's fascinating. It's actually interesting because in my family, my children and my husband are all really into music big time. Okay. And they were, they also like would tend to listen to musical stuff. And I think I'm just more verbose. So I love, okay. <laughs> I love yeah. having people talk to me and, and feel like we're yeah. together having a conversation or taking me on a journey. Yeah. I'm a very visual person. I'm more visual than I am audio. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm quite audio, but I, I enjoy visual medit- visualization meditations as well. Yeah, it's really, it's really it's quite special. fun. But I've reached a phase where I think I've, I've reached a slight, a slight bit of burnout where, where I actually, I speak to people so, so much that I've actually, in my meditation yeah. thought, I actually don't want to listen to people talking to me. I, I just want to, 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 to drift away. So Lee, are you Cape Town yet? No. Um, well, I am now. You are now in Cape Town. You're in Cape Town? <laughs> so I'm in Durbanville. Okay. But I was originally born in Zimbabwe or Rhodesia as it was then and okay. then Zimbabwe. And um, I moved down to South Africa to study further. So after high school, I came to South Africa. Okay. And I was here for uh, six, seven years. And then I decided to do the obligatory backpack around Europe and the UK. Awesome. Um, which was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, you cannot but travel and grow up, right? Yeah. It's just the best gift ever. Yeah. The best so way to I, It is. It is. And then I came back. Uh, so I actually studied in Pretoria, which is quite funny. You're like an I infiltrated did. English girl in Pretoria, English English woman in behind the Budapest curtain. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny because I was. Um, it was actually really funny. I did French and Latin at school. I did not do Afrikaans. Wow. And um, yeah, and I went to Pretoria Technicon. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to my first class, which was psychology. And I went in and this man at the front, delightful man, was talking on and on and on. And I realized um at some stage that he was saying, are there any questions? So of course, in my perfect English, I raise my hand and I say, excuse me, sir, could you repeat that in English? And (laughs) his face, he just went, and now I understand what he said to me was, Oh my word. So I've lost my Pretoria accent now with my Afrikaans, but um, so I just sat there blank, realizing he's sculling me out. And then I, yeah, it was quite hectic. And then I realized that I had actually signed up for an Afrikaans (laughs) Technicon and all my classes were in Afrikaans. And I I didn't even count to 10 in Afrikaans. So I learned Afrikaans really quickly because <laughs> I used to take notes verbatim in class and then go and translate it. Anyway, oh. it, was, it was amazing. And bef- I was there for about four months and the, um, the principal or whatever they call themselves there called me in and said to me that he, he, um, he thinks I should really transfer to, to Joburg, to an English technicon yeah. because this 
can never work. And I said to him, I haven't written any exams because I could write exams in English and I, my textbooks were in English. Yeah. So I said, I haven't failed anything. I haven't written mm. anything yet. Give me a chance. So he did. And yeah, I came second in class behind the other English speaking girl. <laughs> Which was so quite the something. English girl scoped hard. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and and what, what did you study in Cape Town? No, so I didn't study in Cape. Oh, now, okay. recently. No, um, when, so so when, you, when you left Zim, when you came to South Africa, what did you do here for that period? So I went to Pretoria Technicon. I studied there. And then I went from there um, to Durban, um, actually down the south coast to Margate Ramsgate. And I worked there for a year. Okay. I created a job for myself, actually. That was quite funny. <sighs> And then I, we went overseas, my now husband. We weren't married then, but my husband and I. Oh, cool. um, we're childhood sweethearts. So we've been together since we oh, were 16. Oh, my word. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. It is cute. So did you, did you lure him down to South Africa or was he your first? Actually, no. He did move to South Africa because of me. Yes, he oh. did. Um, he moved. And in fact, there was... His father actually signed him, signed me. His father is the one who actually got me into the Technicon because I was really young when I matriculated. Um, and so I didn't know what I wanted to do. And um, yeah, this course was brand new. It was um, Skakelviasa. Okay. The very first time that I had that. And so I decided, um, I love the subjects. It was like press law, journalism, psychology. There were some really cool subjects. So I decided oh, cool. I would do that. Yeah, so his dad actually signed, went with me and signed me in. And not once did we okay. ask about the language. But anyway, and then um, moved to Margate Ramsgate. And then we... I decided it's time we go overseas and we did. We had the most amazing adventures over there and then came back to Durban, stayed in Amanus for six months and then back to Durban for 10 years. And I really started my career then in Durban and then okay. I got promoted to Cape Town and that's how um, we ended up here. We've been uh, here, right. our daughter's 28 in May, and we, so we've been here 27 years. So I, I think okay. I'm pretty Italian. You are as Catonians can get. Yeah, <laughs> I arrived in 93, part time in 95. Okay, cool. So, so that, we were 94. That's also, also, yeah, so very much the same. Yeah. So yeah. in Zim, you, you obviously did, but you did A level and O level. Um, yes. Um, qualification. So we started school really young, like we were four when we started oh my school. Word. So we it's were. It's the fact babies. that you finished finish so early. Yeah. 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 So we were babies. I mean, I didn't have a cooking clue what I wanted to do when I left school. I no. still am figuring it out, actually. Um, so, yeah. And, and university was out of the question. My folks couldn't afford that. Um, so I actually did all kinds of jobs to pay my way through Technicon. I oh did photography word. and yeah, I photographed and did all kinds of things. A waitress, waitrond, waitrond. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, yeah, lots of things. So Zim, Zim, yeah. And did you grow up with a sense of religion or spirituality in a home? Actually, it's really funny that, um, 
I've, I've got quite an interesting, uh, complicated uh, background. Lovely. <laughs> I was a- <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually lying back in my brand new office chair that, that lies back quite comfortably. So Okay, uh, as long as it doesn't tip. I'm listening. <laughs> Um, I was actually adopted from birth and then oh. my, yeah. And then my mom, um, so my mom was married to someone. And then when I was four, she left him and actually she left him because he was an alcoholic. Oh, wow. And okay. then she, she ran off with his best friend uh, who later adopted me. And um, He's first, he was 14 years older than her and his first wife died from cancer and he had two teenage children. And so he was really, really angry with God. He could not believe that God could take his wife away from him when he had these teen, just newly teenage children. And he was devastated. She was the love of his life. And so he was really bitter and angry with God. So I grew up in an atheist home. Oh, wow. But I had a real yearning to understand about religion and spirituality. I think spirituality was just innate in me. So I often think about this nature versus nurture thing. Um, and so what I used to do is I used to grab my best friend and the two of us used to go on Sundays off on our bicycles and we used to go to different churches. <laughs> so my family didn't know. <laughs> but I mean, oh, I can tell you, I ate wafers and I I've, <laughs> I got a book. I want a book, a, Noah, a book on Noah at a Sunday school from an Anglican church. <laughs> I ate wafers and drank the blood of Christ at the Roman Catholic. I love Roman Catholic churches. I love the pomp and ceremony, especially if they do the incense and all of that. I love it. How old um, were you at that time? So that would be from like age seven to... Oh, my word. Yeah, I was little. Seven to 13, 14. <laughs> and my my mom and dad good. never knew. <laughs> I was just going to my friend's house and then I used to grab her and she's like, I don't want to go. And I'm like, we're going, we're trying that church, that new church down the road. (laughs) And the two of us used to just go and we're like, where's the Sunday school? And then we used to go down to the Sunday school. And then sometimes we sat up with all the adults. It was such fun. That is one of the cutest things I've (laughs) ever heard in my whole life. (laughs) So so, so you say you were a closet, a closet Christian. I was, I was. And then when I, when I um, went to high school, I went on a camp and then um, it was, it was like really that whole Kumbaya thing. It was fantastic. I loved it. (laughs) It was like my people. (laughs) Um, So I had a really good time at, at camp and um, I accepted Christ as my savior. But then as I got older, I started to question more and more. Um, I think before, because it was kind of forbidden to me, and you know, I I was very curious. I wasn't yeah. rebelling into religion. I was genuinely interested yeah. and yeah. always believed that there was a higher power. But <laughs> there was rebelling, a lot of rebelling into religion. That, that, <laughs> that's a really interesting statement. <laughs> Sorry, I had to interrupt you with that one. No, no. We had to stop talking because I was laughing so much on this side. (laughs) 
older, I, as I got older, I really then started to really listen to what was being said. And I started to disagree quite a bit with um, the patriarchy in the church um, and the wagging finger and the condemnation and the double standards. Um, And so then as I got more mature, I realized the mainstream church is definitely not my thing. Uh, And that we are innately able to communicate with whoever we believe is the higher power and that actually we all really worship the same entity or collectiveness however we want to call it um so as i got older i became more spiritual and definitely not religious um so for me there's I, i i still when I travel overseas, uh, my colleagues always laughed at me because I do visit all the churches. <laughs> I love going into them. I love the energy in churches. I love that community, that sense of community and support and real love that you find in churches. But I think that a lot of the leaders um, need to be held more accountable for double standards. And I mean, even just recently, the Roman Catholic Church, what's that with the gay marriage? I mean, we're in 2021. It's still going <laughs> so to though, cost churches as well. Yeah, of course, and I know, I know that because I know um, Ecclesia, one of the women who really fought really hard. Yeah. Um, no, no, I, I have a real problem with that. Uh, okay. So I don't support mainstream religion generally, uh, but I, I, I do enjoy to go um, from time to time and funerals, weddings, I always get a message <laughs> <laughs> for the for for the listeners, when she says funerals and weddings, she kind of wiggles wiggles her shoulders. And if this is a party, celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still I still I can't get this picture of this little girl on a bicycle going church hunting. Out of my head. It's so sweet. Yep, it I still so have sweet. my Noah book. I'm very <laughs> proud of that book. So how did you get this book? I had to. I had to I, I had to answer questions in a in a about about religion. <laughs> yeah, I had to answer some kind of questions I think from the lessons that we had. I okay. can't remember exactly. I just remember I, I you know winning this book and being so proud. And then you know having to hide it at home because <laughs> where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> this is so cute. I'm, I'm now getting a picture. Did you ever read the book or saw the movie The Book Thief? Yes, of course. Absolutely. I'm getting, I'm getting a, the, 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 the book thief vibe with you. So hiding, hiding your religious book away. <laughs> never thought about that. <laughs> That's so cute. So you are currently... bad book. <laughs> you are currently working as a business coach. Yeah. Or, so or that's I, one. That's one of the hats you wear. Yes. Okay. So um, tell us about the hats you wear at this at this stage in your life. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a multipod, which means that I I can't go in one lane. <laughs> I, okay. I really have. To, I'm like interested in so many things, and I'm I'm always thirsty for knowledge. So I love exploring and learning and growing. Um, So I was actually in the wine industry for 15 years. Um, 
yeah, created Stella Stella Winery brand, Stella Organics, oh, wow, which is organic wine brand. Yeah, so all the brands that they have in their portfolio. I was a um, part owner of yeah. Stella Winery. Sorry, I'm, then, going to inter- I'm going to interrupt you there for, to, 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 to bring a question that popped into mind a long time ago that I forgot that now became becomes quite quite apt to, to know. Yes. So what was the Afrikaans word for the course you did at Pretoria? Skarkel Viesa. It's public relations. Public relations. Okay, because I wanted to ask you, so what would be the English for that? So public relations. So yes. And 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 then you seem to have gone because PR and marketing go kind of go together as well. So now the yeah. thing sounds like a marketing gig. Yes. So actually, that's actually you're right. I'm fast forwarding. Um, I, I yes, I just fell into marketing, branding, and marketing. Okay. So actually, I'm a brand specialist. I'm a okay. brand specialist, but. I so my first real career was with BP Oil. Okay. Um, and I left them as their communications manager. Okay. Um, yeah, I decided after the birth of my second son that I just couldn't with corporate anymore. Um, and also oil company, not so sitting with my value system. <laughs> Although BP was very good to me and I grew and developed a lot there. And of course they moved me to Cape Town, best ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but but um, yes, yeah, so I fell into marketing and branding. So I was actually, I was doing a brand before communications at BP. Okay. I launched the BP Express Shop brand um, oh, wow. back in the day. Whoop, yeah. whoop, well done. I'm yeah, a big supporter. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was great. Um, yeah, I'm still a supporter of BP. I still put my fuel in there. And then I left. I was, I was quite burnt out. So I left and started my own business together with uh, someone else. And we did consulting. So we did okay. consulting to the industry. But the difference was we, we were, we were would, I guess you would kind of say arrogant in that we were looking, we wanted to work with people we really liked. We wanted to work with brands we really believed in and companies that, that were making a difference. Okay. Um, so we did that and did well at it. But then I had started to develop some techniques because I could see that a lot of people were really confused um, either when they were starting out in business or when their businesses were still quite young. They were really struggling to get work-life harmony and also really struggling with how to, how to look for what they wanted in the future and really believe that they could get there. It okay. all seemed so overwhelming to them. So I started to develop some techniques that would help people look at where they were, where they wanted to be, and then a practical way to get to where they wanted to be. Awesome. And so, yeah. So I decided to take a leap of faith and left the partnership amic- amicably, but left it and then started doing that. So started, um, coaching people and doing stuff like that. And then my, before I left my ex-business partner, we had been looking at import-export. We'd been sort of dabbling in import-export. And I had done a lot of research on organic wine because I totally believed that that was the way of the future. And again, organic sits really well with my value system. Awesome. So, what I did is I left her all my research and I said, really pursue this because there's something in here. And so she then, um, I was 
three months or so in on my own. And she then contacted me and said, listen, I need a favor from you. I know that you're not doing branding anymore, but I pursued that stuff. And I've met these amazing West Coast um, farmers and they've got this crazy project up the West Coast and they are they need a brand. They, they, I've sold a container of wine for them, but there's no label, no brand, no nothing. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want to do this. And she was like, just meet them, just meet them. You'll love them. You can help them, like meet them. And so I, with long teeth, I went and I met them. And of course I did love them. And um, <laughs> I said to them, yeah, so what I did is I had two weeks to come up with a brand. And I went, I went up there and I mean, you know, the West coast people, they're just incredible. They're, they really are something else. And I, I remember driving up to this, um, this uh, cellar that they had created and all the tanks were on the outside because they built this themselves with their own money, no funding, and they couldn't afford to put a roof on the cellar. And it's right next door to ironically a BP garage. And so I remember driving, coming around the bend in Traval, which is where it was. And there was this, looked like a mini petrol refinery to me. Yeah. And this, this was, it was um, Rousseau Veinkelder. Okay. And I looked at this and I thought, oh, brand, what on earth am I going to create here? And then in the evening, I was there the whole day. And the, wi the winemaker that they had um, also is a musician. And he was playing his instrument down below in the tank by the tanks. And I went up onto the sort of grating that they had over the, the wine tanks and the sun was setting and then the oh. stars came up. So, you know, there, there's no light pollution. So it's like a fishbowl of stars. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I thought, Stella, <laughs> this place is Stella. And so that's where that brand was created. Awesome. Um, so eventually, anyway, they they didn't have any any anything, no marketing plan, no no nothing. So I said to him, "I'll give you six months of my time," and I was there fifteen years. <laughs> so much but it's wonderful. So I put all of the stuff that I developed, the coaching, all of that aside, and I was their brand and marketing director. Okay. which was absolutely incredible. I traveled the world. I met the most incredible people. I developed awesome brands that really did well or still doing well. Yeah. Uh, so it was a really wonderful opportunity. And I, and I created with them the Stella Foundation. So on every bottle of wine, because all the wine is fairly traded, on every bottle of wine, money comes back to the foundation. Uh, and so... I had the opportunity to really make a difference, which is very important to me as yeah. well. And then it was time to leave burnout. I definitely mm -hmm. was really tired. 15 years, I just didn't want to, this isn't what I wanted to do before, for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I left um, again amicably. Um, I still have shares. And then I um, went and decided what am I going to do? And then I was invited onto the venture incubation program at the Graduate School of Business. So I went on with um, a young man who has a business split second science. So Felix and I went and I was back studying 
It was amazing. So I went on this entrepreneurial journey, um, learned the lean startup method, which is my favorite way for entrepreneurs um, to do startups and just learned to bucket load. And then kind of went down lots of rabbit holes of what should I do? What should I do? I started painting. I discovered I love painting. Um, so okay. I started doing that. And five years later, this year, I finally said, okay, I know what I want to do now. I'm still doing some other studying. I'm doing a um, Nettling Brain Instrument, so assessment for brain, uh, okay. which is fascinating. Uh, but yes, so what I've I've done over the years, I've done a lot of pro bono work. So I actually worked with the Santa Cross Center for Development for the last four years, uh, mm. developed new courses for them. And then last year with the whole COVID thing, one of the courses that I wrote, um, I then did uh, uh, blended learning. So we, I created videos and um, we, we worked with WhatsApp, Google Drive. Anyway, it's all very interesting <laughs> how it worked out. And um, yeah, so I did pro bono work a lot over the last Whoa. four years. And then now I need to start earning money to recover my savings. <laughs> so <laughs> I, yeah, I, I kind of been working with some really interesting people and um, helping them on their journey. And then in between all of this, I, with Tribe Coffee Roasting, you said you're a coffee lover. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, when I was with Stella, I created a brand called Dig This. And um, it's actually doing really well in the UK and in Sweden. And for every bottle of wine, money comes back to the Stella Foundation and money is going to Green Pop to plant trees. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, so a couple of years ago, I got contacted by Misha from Green Pop, and he had been talking to Jake, because Jake is actually from Tribe, is an ex-winemaker, and he uh, had, they wanted to develop a coffee brand that then plants trees, so I got involved with them and developed Arise, Arise Coffee. Um, and none of us take any salary from it, but Misha and I work quite closely together to get the coffee into schools, businesses. It's on Faithful to Nature, Wellness Warehouse, um, take a lot. Oh. Yeah. Um, and, and so for every yes, I'll send you some info on it. But for every three kilos of coffee, we plant a tree. And the most important thing is it's really damn good coffee. <laughs> it's organic, uh, fairly traded, Rainforest Alliance. Um, so we have the beautiful blend and not your ordinary decaf. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. That sounds wonderful. And you say they, yeah. they stock at, at one place that I would know I would go as well in the house. Yes, yes. So no, not in store, online. Online, online. okay. We okay. are um, on trial online and hopefully then they'll put us in the store, but they reduce mm -hmm. the SKUs on the shelves of coffee and stuff like that dramatically. Okay. And you're so, on take a lot as well. Yes. The take a lot listing is just going through now. So tribe oh, already cool. is on there, but the rise is getting added on. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm, my husband and I are take a lot fanatics. I said to him the other day, well, it doesn't take a lot gold, man. They said the shelves are empty. You can stop ordering. <laughs> So, so now I've discovered something new on the shelf that I can order. 
I'll let you know as soon as it's live. <laughs> please, please do because we 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 we, we shop the shelves empty, so we need something new that we can that we can buy. But what we, we did is we actually created eco containers, so it's like an eco can. So you get that, and then you just get your kilo refills, and you just reuse that same canister. Awesome. And is this this are these beans that you have to grind? You can order beans or or ground. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it comes Ooh. in both. Oh, wonderful! I'm definitely going going to check that out. I'll so you, you so you sound like this. This person who just allows life to take you where you where you kind of need to go, and you always seem to end up at the right place. I trust my instincts a lot, and I also work with heart. So I try to get out of my head a lot and listen to what my heart tells me. Awesome. Well, my heart always has the answer. That's the one thing that I, in, in, in lockdown, I did a um, course of William Whitecloud called um, Create Your Destiny. Oh, lovely. And the technique that he, and, and it's all about um, to trust your gut, to trust your instinct, to become far more intuitive in the way you work. Um, and the technique that, that, that he does is to, to get you to, um, to remove all the noise. He starts with, 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 with teaching you that, you need to accept that everything you think you know is wrong. <laughs> because that, because the, everything we know are clouded with, with judgment from our parents, from our fathers, from teachers, from history, from, from whatever. So, we, so we, we don't actually know the real facts. You know, they, 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 they all, they all have, have an additional meaning attached to it. So if I look at life, I look at life through this glasses of, of what other people taught me, what I'm supposed to see and, and those type of things. So it takes you into, into where you in, in a meditation where you're in your crib as a baby. And to, to go into the baby's eyes and now look at the world. And how do you see the world now? Oh, wow. That's powerful. Oh, ab, 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 absolutely. Goodness. Mm. Goodness. So, so, so I'm, you I'm, have I'm, some major realizations. What I actually do a lot when I, when I work with clients and I kind of get the feeling kind of, I don't know where, where, where to go with this client. I quickly just kind of, what am I supposed uh, to see? Where am I supposed it. to go? Lovely. And, and, and that shit works. <laughs> it does work. It totally works. It, it, it I agree really with does. you. Yeah. No, so, totally so, 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 so to, to take the head out of the picture, go into, into the heart and, 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 and trust your gut. Because while our heads are so busy, we can't trust our gut. Because the brain is shouting too loudly. We need to quiet, or my experience is I need to quiet the mind so that I can trust what comes up and what comes up from the Absolutely. Guy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do a couple of things. The one thing is because, I mean, we know we need our ego, right, um, for survival. <laughs> but yeah. what I do is I actually chat to my ego. So my ego is called Margaret. And then I say to Margaret, Margaret, just step aside. I do love you. I will bring you back in. But right now, please step aside. I really just need to be a clear channel from the heart to understand <laughs> this situation or this person or what is my lesson in this particular 
episode of yeah. something that's happened. And that tends to take me out of reaction mode and awesome. also does help me center and heart and to get the right answer. And then, you know, I'll welcome Margaret back when yeah. I've had the information I need. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. That sounds wonderful. So, we need to wrap this up. Unfortunately, I can talk to you for a week. I'm absolutely loving, loving, loving this, but I'm trying to keep my episodes around 45 minutes. Otherwise, I think people get yeah. I feel like um, I've spoken such a lot. I'm so sorry. It feels... That, that, that's what it's about. You're here to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you are fulfilling your function very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> so if you have to, to, to summarize, what is it that, that, that Lee now does? The website that you're developing at the moment, what, mm. what does that entail? So it's all about working with individuals and groups and teams, depending on what the need is, um, to help them get their work-life harmony right. Okay. Because we are whole. It, you know, it's not separate work, separate life. Yeah. <laughs> it's integrated. And yeah. we are all working differently now. Uh, and it's also, I think my biggest thing that I do is help people see what the possibilities are. I've actually got that as my tagline because so many times people don't believe that they're worth more. They don't believe that they can have more, get more. And I'm talking yeah. around everything, not just what, whatever. You know. Yeah. Not just money, yeah. not just positions. Yes. Absolutely. Want. Yeah. And, and, and going through the belief systems because we carry such harmful belief systems that oh. don't any justice. Mm. Um, they don't so serve us in any way, yet they influence every bloody decision we make. Yeah, yeah. And so it's I play a really big role with um with being devil's advocate. So asking uh, questions and seeing mm. if this is really true or if I it's like just that. something that you have had. And then keeping people accountable. So I'm I'm all about practical things. So there is, I work with theory, of course, uh, but it's practical theory. So using some of the laws and techniques, my whole thing is around having people work smarter, not harder. I think that it is crazy how, you know, back in the day when I was younger, certainly in corporate and beyond, the harder you worked, the more you were seen as successful mm. at doing it right. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm all for working less hours but in the time that you are working you are working you oh, focus now you talk my language i worked for a financial services company and if you took your bag at five and left everybody looked up and said half day no the, 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 cult, the cult the culture was that. that you work until seven eight nine o'clock at night so I love working with entrepreneurs that are either having a side hustle that they're developing or they have a business that they are um, growing and helping them infuse exactly that kind of culture into their business and then awesome. looking at how they can give back. So all the businesses that I work with normally have some kind of environmental or social oh, or some wow. kind of way. So that's really important. I love that. Now we find a way to sneak that in. <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. I yeah, really, really, I'm so excited. Will you let me know when the website is up and running? Is the, is the website address staying the same? Yes, www.leegriffin.co.za. 
And yes, that it E is, is yeah. L-E-E, not like I, the first email I said was L-E-I-G-H. Oh, my God. No, that's often a mistake. Yeah, because um, that's normally the male way to spell it is L-E-E. And then Griffin with an I-N. Okay. So I'm going to put a link to, to LeeGriffin.co.za on the, the write-up to the podcast so people Thank can you. find you. Thank um, you so much for that. But Lee, this was, this was beyond awesome. This was so wonderful to... to to just hear your your your, your journey and to, to thank to you. It was actually a... it was quite cathartic for me to talk about myself <laughs> and my past. It's not not often I get to do that. So thank you but, for listening. And I get that so often. People say, "Oh my God, I haven't spoken about this for so long. Or, I haven't thought about <laughs> that for so long." But I will struggle yeah. to get the girl on a bicycle at church out of. I think it's such a cute picture. <laughs> it is so special. But Lee, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much. I'm going to um to send your mail to get your address because I want to send you a thank you gift. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Which is a copy of my of my book. <gasps> so thank so, you um, so much. That's so sweet are, of you. You are most 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 welcome. That book is actually causing me a nervous breakdown. So I now yeah. have. I've got now between now and six o'clock to get the final, final copy to the printers. Because if I don't get it to the printers today, it won't be printed by the 14th of April. And it goes live onto Daily Maverick's um, online bookstore on the 15th of April with a webinar. How exciting. Congratulations. Okay, so I have one hour to get that book with a printer. Do you have to drive it there? No, what, these days everything. You just want to prove it. Do you just have no, to? That—that's the problem. That I've discovered that all printers, all printers don't work work to its the same standard. So the book was with no, no. printers, and now I've changed the, the, the way they're binding it, and now all the margins and things have changed, which threw out all the all the typesetting. Suddenly, a, 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 a chapter ends with two words in on a new page. That's it's insane. So I had to fix all of crazy. that. Yeah. Did you typeset it yourself? My my IT Partner, specialist. Your husband my, did. My, my, my <laughs> husband did that. So what eventually happened is I was finished with it. And then yesterday morning I said to him, just come and sit with me. Let's scroll through one more time. Because if, if I come back with one more mistake, I'm going to lose it. Oh, that's frustrating. And he looked at it and I said, kind of, I don't like that. That page looks weird. So I, 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 I then lost it with him instead of with, with the printers. Oh, um, so he took the book this morning and he spent his whole morning on bringing, bringing everything according to his perfection standards in. And there's one thing that I need to fix now that he can't fix because I need to add other ad words to get a chapter to, 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 end, perfect, to, yeah, to end perfectly on the next page or take something out to end on the previous page. I hear you. That's why I need to do I that before you. it can go to the printer. Well, so good that, luck with that's it. Now. Thank you so much, but it's exciting. It's going to be worth it. Before you go, would you send me your address? Because I'm going to send you some coffee. And do you guys do you guys grind beans? Would you prefer whole bean or ground it, please? Ground ground. And how do you make your coffee with a French press or with? Okay, all right. Because we grind, we'll grind it so that it works best in a French press for you. Please, we also have an espresso machine. But we do okay. the French press for the things that don't come in pods yet. And and the pods and upset me because they're not all of them are, are environmentally friendly. So it, I know, kind of, it's a real thing. Yeah. We are um we're looking at actually introducing pods, but reusable pods. 
Yes. Then, then you have a customer. Yeah. Yeah. We we things are, are, are morally ethically correct, and they come in parts. Then I'm a supporter. So um. So we yeah. Really so need we've to got some we've got some stuff in from Israel and stuff, but we're busy checking them out. And obviously, importers is the problem, yeah. costing. Yeah. But we're exploring a few options. Fantastic. Cool. Lee, thank you so Thanks. very much. Oh, this was pleasure. wonderful. And um, we'll stay in touch. And I'll thank let you know you. when you go live. You'll probably and go live in about three three weeks, but I'll keep you updated. Cool. Perfect. And good luck much. with getting your book out. No, well it's done. going to happen. There's a word yes, called of course it will. there's a word called good enough. <laughs> and I'm quite good at that. You know, this is actually good enough. <laughs> but to con convince my husband that things are good enough isn't that easy. Yeah, that's a bit different. I, I get that so, so much. Thanks, Rudy. So, Thank you so much for inviting me. This was awesome. This was really, really lovely. You too. Good evening. See ya. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording and editing it. It was such fun. I want to thank Lee from the bottom of my heart for her time and beautiful energy in making this recording. I want to wish her all of the best with her coaching practice. She really seems to want to make a difference and deserves all the support she can get. I also hope that Arise Coffee becomes the coffee of choice as the idea of planting trees for drinking coffee really, really excites me. Please support them. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at, at Freddy or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.